Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, everyone, and welcome to An Axe to Grind. With me today is Trevor the Axe Gilmister. I'm Chris Gary from Channel 7. Uh, Gilly, your tips, mate, <laughs> they continue to get worse. Well, uh, I think Webby's on 15, you're on 11. Well, mate, honestly, he's going off early, mate. You know, and that's he goes off early all the time. So I've been, so I've been <laughs> In told. Many facets of life, but, but <laughs> mate, mate, it's early days, mate. Don't jump the gun too early. Uh, let's just get into the week. Uh, issues are starting to boil along in rugby league. Clubs are starting to panic. It's round four this yeah. weekend. <laughs> Penrith, under the microscope, it's emerged that mm. Gus Gould and Ivan Cleary are barely speaking. Yeah. Um, certainly neither of them have denied that, so there's obviously a lot of truth in it. Um, and not only that, that part of the reason they're not speaking is because Gus had a handshake deal with Wayne Bennett to coach the Panthers yeah. and was overruled by the board. How does that... Well, you've been in many different clubs, including well, the Panthers, pen, yeah. yeah. How does that work when you've got a senior official like Gus not talking to the coach? Well, it can't be good, um, but I, really, I, I don't think it affects the players. It, sh- it shouldn't affect the players. If if the CEO and the coach aren't getting on, I mean, really, who cares as a player? You shouldn't. Mm. That shouldn't um, worry you once you get on the on the on the field. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm kind of um, a bit blase about you hear a, a thousand stories about you know what goes on in footy and rumours and stuff like that. But if that's correct, I mean, um, you know, it's a bit pretty disappointing and. Obviously, I found it a bit baffling when uh, Ivan Cleary went back there anyway because Gus punted him a few years ago before that as well. So he's, um, and he probably obviously wanted to go back and coach his son. So And that, that was probably part of the deal. And they reckon Gus wasn't part of that deal no. as well when to, to get him in there to, to coach. So, yeah, it can't be too good there, can it? I always find, I, find I'm, I agree, that whole getting Ivan back at Penrith when they punted him. Like, yeah. How are officials, I, I think that's a case where officials, including Gus, who I like and really respect, I don't see how he survives that when he has fired someone yeah. only to be have him brought back. Uh, how, do, how do you not be held accountable for what is clearly a wrong move? Well, and, and as well as that, is been massive pressure on Penrith. They said they were going to be one of the super clubs. Mm. You know what I mean? Just uh, as five years Exactly plan. right. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, um, it, when you put that on yourself, uh, no one else has put that on. They said that themselves. You know, we've got the, the big plan, we'll be a super club and things like that. So... Uh, yeah, someone's got to be accountable for it, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. It'd be like us sacking you, then bringing you back in a couple of years. Well, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> you know something I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I think I'll be the first to go. Don't worry about that. You're an institution. Uh, um, just on to, on to the Broncos. James Roberts at training this morning. Uh, he's got an Achilles issue. Yep. He's been ruled out. Katoni Staggs comes in. Yep. He's a frustrating player, James Roberts, because he appears to be injured every single week. He's yeah. often hobbling at games, but yeah. then he gets the ball and sprints like 
Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, it, yeah, it would be frustrating, and, and uh, from a player's perspective, it would be frustrating at training too. You know, because um, um, and some blokes are. Uh, poor trainers and you know well they don't train to their best all the time and, and then they can put on uh, put in you know game day and you don't you can put up with that as a player sometimes uh, but it was continually you know going on it's a bit frustrating for the for the rest of the crew when when you're getting you know the trainers telling you to do this and do that and get flogged and um, you say well, what about this mate well, yeah. what about old mate over here <laughs> anyway yeah, yeah. but uh, but it's different now and, and I'm the games uh, that more that much more professional in what they do for training because the days, my early days of training was road runs and mm. you'd run, run, run. That's why, because we, we all played 80 minutes, you know, and, and you didn't come, once you come off, you didn't go back on, you know what I mean? So you played 80 minutes and you couldn't have, uh, afford to carry the weight they carry now because you couldn't, you couldn't sustain it, you know? So, uh, but yeah, I, yeah, it would be frustrating being one of his teammates. Do you think back then? Now, now we see a lot more shoulder injuries, a lot more yeah, peg tears. Yeah. Back then, because of the of the amount of running, yep. did you have more leg injuries? You think more ankle problems, um, more knee injuries? Oh, well, I think I think a lot of blokes, older blokes now, have the you know the knee replacements and ankles and that for all, from all the road running and you and you run running the Dunlop volleys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the shoes are a bit better these days. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, but um, but yeah, I, I think yeah, the training it's completely different. It's more specific to rugby league. Now. Now, and I think it's much more uh, enjoyable um, you know, rather than doing the mundane thing all the time we used to do. But like Kelvin Giles, for me, uh, he was one of the instigators of uh, bringing in the, the great training, uh, the drills and, the, and, and the, the different things he used to bring to training. And, and he made the Broncos uh, mm. just as much as Wayne Bennett, as fr- from my point of view. And he was back at training a couple of weeks ago. Was he? Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Seabol, he was yeah. following Seabold around. Very smart man, Kelvin Giles. And uh, he, he, he was one of those blokes that we did more uh, league-specific training. You know what I mean? A lot up and down, off the ground type of stuff and shuttle running and things like that. So uh, Kelvin, very smart man. Well, I actually saw... Um when when a lot of the stuff was going on, when uh, Billy J passed, some of the footage they showed was um, him on that Queensland footy show and across to Kelvin Giles at the Broncos okay. gym yep. and Chris Johns was with him and Chris Johns was obviously a very good centre and yep. I couldn't believe that a guy of his size, he was quite thin, yeah. fit obviously, yeah, but yeah. thin, small yeah, and he yeah. was playing centre. Like, yeah. I was just like, wow. Well, I played on the same side as Johnsy so we, uh, we had a bit of a good uh, thing going there for a while and he was a really, really good defender, Johnsy. Uh, but yeah, you're right. And then Kelvin was one of the first blokes to to get properly into the weights as well, you know. Mm. So and um, you know, I, I think the heaviest I was was you know I, I started my first grade career in probably 82, 83 kilos, you know. And then I was uh, at the Broncos. I think it was the heaviest I got to was probably 92, 93 was the heaviest I got to. And, and I didn't want to get any. Um, bigger than that because I couldn't because she had to play 80 minutes too well so. yeah I mean Pangai Jr is the Broncos lock this week and he's what 113 115 yeah, or something yeah. I'd say yeah. Tamalolo is 114 115 yeah and I, and I think we've spoken about this before but that's why I like to see the interchange come down again mm. uh, to see those blokes under a bit more fatigue yep. I mean and and the game uh, loosen up a little bit more but we tend to loosen up around the ruck anyway um, we're both getting tired, so I mean, can you imagine? No, like if you drop it down to you know six or four in the change, 
Oh, mate, I reckon the game will open up and it'll be a better spectacle. I think the Broncos would struggle. I think I saw we saw again against the Dragons, which we both thought the Bronx would win, but also said yeah. that the Dragons wouldn't be easy and come down no. to the wire. Yeah, it did. Yeah. But just that ruck defence, like, you know all about that. that mm. You know, you look at that try from Cameron McInnes, both of the Brisbane's markers were on yeah. the ground. Yeah. And um, Tavita was, was too slow to come across. No, exactly. And, I mean, obviously the um, the speed around the ruck and the play the ball speed nowadays and and people don't understand. It's on every week. You got to be switched on every week in the, in the NRL. That um, we seen it last year. That bottom teams beating the top teams mm. in the last couple of rounds. You know, last year. You know, what I mean, so that's how good the the competition is. And and if you're not switched on all the time, you'll get found out. Especially with the you, you look at the dummy halves. You, you know, we got round uh, the game, and uh, you know, the, obviously Cameron Smith's you know in a league of his own. But you know, Damian Cook and oh, yeah. and those blokes. Uh, you know, they're just so fast out of dummy half, especially if you're lazy around the mark, as you said before so um, it, and I reckon it all starts from the middle though you know I mean I know that you know the outside backs always always give the you know when they're scoring tries and whatever the outside backs always got plenty to say about the middle blokes working but they work the hardest in the game you know the blokes in the middle so they, they need to be able to uh, back up every week well and just on hookers um, it's a big loss for the Roosters against the Broncos Jake no friend, Jake yeah, Friend yeah. who do you think comes in there Orbison maybe on yeah the well he's a he's a super player and he can play anywhere um yeah, I'm not not too sure um, for that one. They, I, I think they got a young bloke down there. They tell me goes pretty good. Bradley uh, might play well, that too. Well, yeah, Victor Radley might. Yeah, he's, he's he plays in the middle of the ruck most of the time as well. He's or, your long lost son. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and um, but yeah, they're yeah. I, I think they're pretty lucky there. The Roosters they can get a few um, blokes in different. They, they might shuffle it around a little bit. But mate, Jake Friend does fifty tackles a game. Never hardly ever misses a tackle and. He, he serviced from dummy half, so second, you know, second to none. Um, so, mate, they're going to miss him big time. Yeah, he was putting a bit of pressure on Macca too, because yeah. Macca hasn't started oh, yeah. well this year in terms of Queensland. Yeah, yeah well, I know, I know, I know. Even last year, mate, it was line ball between those two. Mm. Yeah. Um, just on, on that game, and I guess on the Broncos in general, they're one and two. Did some research before, which is a rarity for me. Um, if they <laughs> one and three, the last time they were one and three, yep. twenty thirteen, and they finished twelfth. Yeah. What, um, if they if they do lose this week, it's it's not good. Yeah, well, well, that's not good stats for them. But I've seen other stats too that uh, some of the teams that won the comp, they've started off. Yeah, Cowboys yeah, exactly right. Lost yeah, their when, first three and yeah, 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 exactly right. So I mean, you don't lose any sleep over. And they almost got beaten in the fourth week by Melbourne. I was at that game covering it, and Greeny, Paul Green, gave me a massive serve in the presser. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> yeah. I'd been bagging the shit out of them. Oh well, <laughs> I, I might have might have given them a kick out the backside. Yeah. They needed, who knows? But um, but it, yeah, but I mean, when they. Yeah, everyone kind of panics a little bit the first few weeks, you know. And, you know, and I'm doing a bit of the, you know, the Titans. But you, you lose both halves and you're hooker. I mean, fair dinkum. Take Cameron Smith out of out yeah. of Melbourne and see how good they go. You know, I mean, it's people kind of uh, just see where we are on the ladder sometimes. And hopefully, as I said, Ash Taylor might be back this week. But but the the big thing is um, for your your middle of your ruck is that having that. Um, you, you don't even have to talk. You just look at each other, and you got that familiar, uh, familiarity. Ever spit it out? And, uh, <laughs> and that, that, that sync together. That's better. And uh, you know, mate, then, then you, you just look at each other, and you know each other's yes. game. When you played a heap of games together, mate, and even if you put in a new hooker, you just don't have that. You know, sometimes you know, like you don't play you know a thousand games like Cameron Smith has. You know, and go out there, and he just knows where to be every time. Yeah, you know, and and the players around him know where to be. You know what I mean? So yeah, and there were good signs of the times last week. I think that's that's. 
at the moment, people are expecting at least the Titans to compete, which they did in the oh, second yeah. half. They oh, really yeah. competed. Yeah, and, and you know, that even against Cronulla, mate, I thought they were fairly unlucky there a couple of times. But poor, we just got some poor reads out wide, mate, in defence mm. sometimes. And again, that's what I'm going back to, having different blokes in different positions. So they just have to shuffle a few, thing, a few things around there. And I, and I know AJ Brimson, he had a shoulder reconstruction last year. And Garth Brennan wanted to bring him off the bench this year, but he had no choice, mm. you know, because both halves were out. You know what I mean? So he had to, he, he wanted to ease him into the year and give him twenty minutes here and there, you know. But he hasn't been able to do that this year. So there's quite a few other teams that's happening too as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, let's just get get into uh, the week's uh, matchups and tips. Um, I guess uh, Roosters and Broncos kick off the week. Well, I, I, personally, I, I think if it's if they don't, the Broncos don't mean the Roosters tonight. They, they, you know, they, they might be pushing it up the hill because I think that's the best time to play the Roosters. And mm. um, you know, with Hargraves, I mean, as you said, Jake Friend is out. Um, Hargraves a big possibility not out, and Cooper Cronk won't be a hundred percent either. I don't think. But no. Luke Carey's playing enormous footy. Uh, they still got a very good backup uh, squad, though the Roosters. But I think they're playing them at the right time. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I just think the Dragons showed how to beat the Bronx. Is that speed through the middle and target yeah. Nickarima and Milf on the edge? Board coordinate, yeah. Luke Carey working down that edge. Yeah. But but uh, not having Jake Friend there. That's might, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, that that helps a lot. Geez, yeah. I, I I think Victor Adley would be will go well. I, I'd assume they'll play him. Yeah, you'd think to start yeah. anyway. Um, yeah, I, I think the Roosters get it done. Who are you tipping? Yeah, uh, Broncos. You think that? Okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think we will see a lot of that only from the Bronx. Only because no... Um, yeah, you know, they'll be an up-and-down team, the Broncos, this year. Yeah. Like, I think they make the eight. I still don't see them making the four, though. Mm. Um, Warriors Titans look uh, sorry to say this yeah, no, I, no, I, I no. think the Warriors put 20 on, on well, the Titans well I, I watched them last week against Manly Warriors they were poor they you know, were they, you were, know, they, was, they were um, so they they would have got a rocket this week you know mm. what I mean there's no doubt about that so they'll come out humming and there's no doubt about that so I just think uh, hopefully Ash Taylor uh, is uh, fully fit I'm hearing so um, if you're a betting man which I know you are would you bet on Ash Taylor playing yeah, I would. Yeah. yeah, by the sound of it. I haven't been down there this week, but uh, I'm hearing... I sent him train last week off by the side on his own. He looked pretty good. Um, next game is Panthers-Tigers, as we discussed. Panthers yeah. in turmoil. Tigers were pretty poor on the weekend. Yeah. I think we're, we're seeing some of these teams like the Eels and Tigers come back to the pack. Yeah, I, I think you're right. They probably had a bit of a lucky draw early. Um, Penrith, mate, obviously... A bit of dramas there. Maybe, hope, hopefully for their sake, um, that fires them up and gets them going. Yeah. Blake's, Blake's like uh, Jimmy Maloney. Water off a duck's back to him. He couldn't <laughs> care less, mate. He wouldn't even know. He wouldn't care less, you know. So, uh, but I think the the Penrith forwards might need to aim up better at the moment. So, because uh, it's a it's a it's a very good side, um, and everyone tipped them to be in the top four, didn't they? You know, yes. early in the piece. So, but not to say they won't. They're a premiership get there. team, like on not, paper. Yeah, not to say they're not going to get in the top four, but you know, they need to uh, pull their finger out. So, I'll, yeah, I'm going Penrith. Though. Yeah, same same for me there. I just think this Gus and Cleary drama has got to come to a head. If they lose again, someone's yeah. There's going to be massive, massive yep. problems. Seagulls, Rabbitohs. Um, look, Seagulls. Jesus, Tommy Turbo. What a player. Yeah, oh, genius. Um, and ha- what about his his combination with Daly Cherry mm. Evans? It's it's phenomenal. You know, they just seem to bob up together all yep. the time. And and that's that understanding again. I said playing a lot of footy together, uh, and that's especially with your half and your fullback. You know, what I mean, so um, yeah. I, 
and and then obviously you throw Jake in there as well. And and uh, oh yeah, they they played really well last week. But I'm kind of I think the rabbits on a bit of a roll, and and I think Wayne's kicked him up the backside. Mm. Uh, yeah, he wasn't happy. Couple. Yeah, exactly. So, about the time swing. Uh, exactly. So um, yeah, I, yeah, I think another close one, but I'll go the Rabbitohs. Yeah, same. And if they win that, they're four from four, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, Cows, Raiders, the Cowboys, that second half oh, was atrocious. You yeah. had people in the crowd falling asleep, yeah. understandably. Um, that was really bad. I still yeah. hate the look of their back line. There's no threat. Mm. And their forwards, Cohen Hess, you've spent a bit of time with him. Yeah. What's going on there? It's such a great rookie yeah, yeah, season, yeah. and he's just yeah. treading water ever since. Yeah, I'm not sure there. I'm not sure what's going on. He's a lovely fellow, but... Um you know, uh, he's such a good player. You know that um, yeah, he hasn't played his best the last cup. You know, last year uh, didn't play that well, and obviously hadn't started too flash this year, Cohen. So hopefully he gets it together. But I think they would have got a rocket, and they would have been embarrassed last week hmm. uh, with the Sharks. You know, pumping them. Uh, you know, they don't want to see that at home. So I'm just leaning towards the Cowboys for that reason. Uh, the Raiders are playing okay though. I'm actually tipping the Raiders. Yeah, I, I like the look me. of them. Yeah, I like that John me. Bateman. What a yeah, player. Yeah, he played well, didn't he? Yeah. Um, Eels and Sharks. Uh, I think the Sharks get it done pretty easy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, I've got to give a um, bit of a tick to the Eels. They've been having a dig, haven't they? You know yeah. I mean, even against the Roosters, they played well. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going the Sharks, but um, I've got to give the Eels a bit of a pat on the back so far. He's a good coach, Brad Arthur. Mm. Um, Storm and Bulldogs. Um, yeah, I see the Storm doing this pretty Yeah, yeah I think so, especially at home. Um, you know, they, they were great, weren't they, against Penrith uh, Bathurst, you know, mm. so... Um, and the conditions always suit them. So, yeah, the Bulldogs, I'm, geez, I was pleased to see them, Yeah, you know, put in a really good performance uh, for Dean Pay's sake as well. Like, you know, and, and I hear people... Um, Someone told me Phil Rothfield was bagging him, bagging the club for signing, re-signing him. And I'm going, well, who are you going to put in there? They can't. Their salary cap's blown out. Mm. So who, who are you going to put in there? There's no coach that's going to do a better job than what he's doing at the moment. So, no. I mean, that's, that's, to me, that's a ridiculous statement. But anyway, um, maybe there's a bit more to it than I know. Yeah, uh, look, there could be. Um, the issue for me is, actually, I completely agree with what the Dogs board did, and uh, it's similar to what the Titans did with Garth, is that you just take the speculation out of it. Yeah, yeah. You say, yeah. this is our guy. The yeah, Titans yeah, also yeah. extended before the season. Garth yeah. ran in for another year. This is our guy. Let's yeah. take all those questions out. But who's going to come in and do any? better. No one. Yeah, exactly. exactly. No one. There's, so, there's no... Yeah. He's got no money to, to, to buy anyone a, anyway. And now yeah. Kieran Foran today ruled out for 12 weeks. Is he? I yeah. didn't know that. Um, so, yeah. What's it, happened there? A training accident? Was no, it? He's, he's, I think it's an ankle again, isn't oh, it? Yeah, no, I have to double check that. Well, it's just news that. breaking. But, yeah, it's um, that's a, that's a massive blow for and them. he had a good game last week. He did. Yeah, 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 he did. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's unfortunate for Kieran because he's a... Like, to me... That when he was at Manly, what a player! Yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah. but but having said that, the way he plays, his body, mate, he yeah. throws his body in there. He's yeah, got a yeah. limited lifeline. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> you got to admire a bloke like that, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, playing in the halves like that, I, I just we haven't seen another player like him. Um, so yeah, the Bulldogs will struggle. Um, yeah, it's an ankle injury. Just okay. checking it now. Yep. It is an ankle injury for Kieran. Okay. So. Um, another one, Pete's as well needs surgery. Nathan Pete's oh, the times no. for the three peck, months for the peck. Oh, yeah. That's no good. Two hours and a hooker. Anyway, um, Knights Dragons to finish off. Uh, Ponga back to fullback finally. Yeah, I think that's this is a toss of the coin. This one. Um, I mean, can the Dragons back up? You know what they did last week. 
you know, I mean, that's the that's the big thing. How good uh, was Paul Vaughan? Oh yeah, and mate, oh, he was, you know, um, I, I know speaking to Mel, he was on the fringe of an Australian jersey, you know, yeah. um, a couple you know, two years ago, you know, so uh, or last year as well. So I mean, yeah, I, I don't know about this one. This is a tough game. This so. Um, I'm probably just going. The, can the dragons back up? You know, you know mm-hmm. the big, big high and a good no win. Yeah, yeah, no widow. But, but well, obviously Dufty comes in there. So mm-hmm. I mean, that's as a different style of player. He's more of a run of the footy, isn't he, rather than um, setting up play. So yeah, I'll probably. Uh, I think. I'm going to lean towards the, the Dragons here. But, yeah, yeah, same. I think they'll get it done. Mm. Well, that's us for another week. Thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, Gilly's off to New Zealand. Um, Got any tips for me over oh, there? Oh, yeah. Not the Stay right ones. Stay out of the cold. <laughs> yeah. Stay out of the cold. <laughs> Enjoy. Thanks, guys. See ya. An Axe to Grind is a production of Seven News Brisbane. Hosts are Trevor Gilmister and Chris Gary. Executive produced by Sally Eels and graphics by Paul O'Leary.